Hello, everyone, and welcome to episode 145 of the High Sensitivity Podcast, and thank you for listening. If it's your first time here, we talk about video game and movie news as well as what we watched or played over the week. My name is Barry, along with my co-hosts. My name is Craig, sandwiched in the middle of two handsome gentlemen. <laughs> my name is also Craig. I don't know how to follow that up at all. I feel I feel like if anything, I'm the one that's sandwiched because like I have two Craigs and they're the two pieces yeah. of bread. It's yeah, true, and I am, and we don't have another fourth, so it's just a cheese sandwich. It's a pretty bland yeah. one. But... It's the it's the Oreo formula. Uh, okay, we can be an Oreo instead. Everybody likes Oreos. Yeah, it's true. Those new Oreos? Did you try those? Which one? Totally they're off topic. The, the cookies oh, what, and cream Oreos. I have not. Mm, they're pretty good. I haven't. Pretty good. You know what else is pretty good? The news for the week. <laughs> There's the segue. There it is. <laughs> Love it. I knew it was coming, and I still went, oof. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> uh, first up on my list is going to be the DualSense Edge is out, and it's all right. It is a $200 controller <laughs> in which you right. can buy only exclusively from Sony at the moment. And Ugh. reviews have kind of come out. It is nice what they do. They've got profiles. Like it's got everything pretty much the the uh, the series elite series controller has. But right. apparently, like mostly overall, like the controller's just a little bit heavier. It's that's not like a heavier controller, which I usually prefer. That elite controller is very good. Yeah. Uh comes with a case, couple extra paddles as well. I feel like a very missed opportunity is definitely the the Elite Series controller has a base in it that allows you to just put it there and let it charge when you're done. And yes. for me, as someone who as someone who pretty much games, is done gaming and cleans up everything, so like my yep. controller gets put back on its cradle and and everything like that, I really like that feature, and I really wish Sony would have done something like that where the controller could just sit there because the battery life is only four to five hours. And really? Yeah, the battery Insane. life is not very good. So insane. If if you're the type of person who likes to game for long periods of time, you may be looking at getting a uh, an extension cord to kind of reach to where you are, depending on how far you are away from your console, or you're looking at recharging it, switching to your regular controller. And to be fair, that's not usually what happens. To be honest, once you get a touch of like a really good elite controller, like you don't go yeah. back. I don't go nope. back to the to, no. uh, to the to the other Xbox controllers. So nope. I can't. The uh, on on that note, like uh, my daughter just started playing. You remember Disney Infinity? Yeah. With all the mm. figures like I have so many of those and she randomly decided she wanted to play and she asked me to play with her. And it was, you know, not where my elite controller is. So I was using the normal Xbox controller and I was like, this feels gross. It just feels <laughs> yeah. like so cheap. it does. Um, yeah. So you just have to plug it in with a cord, the PlayStation one. Yeah, I thought, it, I thought it fit. I thought it fit on the 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 classic uh, PS5 specific. Oh yeah, it charger. does. It, it okay. does fit there, but it's it's not something like with the Elite where you have that specific yeah. cradle that you just put it back into in its case. Because for the most part, like I put that Xbox controller back in its case and yep. let it charge. That way, it doesn't get any dirt, grime, or dust on it. Like my controller, yeah. I try to you know take care of them because yep. you know they get used a lot. For the most part, it seems as though if you're a first-person shooter person on PlayStation, you should be getting this controller. But if you're just someone who's playing a lot of the story-based stuff, you're probably fine just using your DualSense, the regular. Yeah, that's 
that's like outlandish to me that it can't even hold a hair to the uh the, to the elite controller in terms of battery life i i yeah. still i still have not had a, i've had an elite controller for like i think maybe 10 months now and i still even though i charge it in like a methodic sense mm-hmm. I, I I've played hours on Xbox and I have not even had a running low notification. Like it's, it's a tank. It's, yeah. it's, it's like six iPhones in battery <laughs> life to me. So I can't even, I can't even fathom what type of person is going to buy a serious controller like that. Who's not playing more than four to five hours story, first person shooter, anything yep. like that. How are we supposed to have Twitch streamers endorse it? Or 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 use it at least without even endorsing it on their Twitch stream and and try to play to that level without having that type of bat. That's 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 insane to me. That's <laughs> yeah. I always just like you, Barry. Like I always when I'm done with my Xbox, I drop it in that case and I zip it up just so like it doesn't get like dust and stuff on it. But there's been like a couple days straight where like for whatever reason I forgot to charge it and I'll turn it on and it's still like at least half battery. Um, do we know what like the battery life is on a normal PlayStation five controller? Because I feel like when I play, is it the same? No, it's usually about seven to eight is what I find. Cause Um, I feel like there's times where I'm playing, like when I was playing the last of us, the remaster where I would play and I don't always plug those in because I don't have a dock for my PlayStation five controllers. Um, but I'll play like a session of last of us, maybe like two or three hours. And then I'll start playing the following day and it'll be like low battery. And I'm like, Mm. already, it seems weird at like the four to five hour mark. My PlayStation five controllers like needs to be charged. Maybe it just depends on how much like you're doing with the controller. Cause like the one thing about like these, and it was the same thing with the dual shocks as well. I don't care for the light thing on the back. Mm -mm. I'm not looking Mm. at that. So it's probably draining battery. I also like don't need the, the speaker. The speaker was only cool like maybe one or two times for me. Yeah. And that and that was it. The speakers the speaker stuff is it's all right if you didn't have like a headset or something like that. Like I remember I did use it a couple times when I didn't get my hands on like the the Sony headset for the PS5 and you could just talk mute talk mute like it was kind of easy. Like mm-hmm. I will say mm-hmm. that it is easy in that that particular sense. It's uh the PS5 controller is the bane of my existence playing Call of Duty because you hear literally everybody's living room now because oh, nobody yeah. nobody realizes that it's it's a microphone. So like how many times you go into a lobby and you just have to mute like two or three people because you just hear like screaming kids or like people yep. talking in the background. I'm like, I really every time want to yell like your controller is a microphone. Please mute it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. it's the worst idea ever. Bar yeah. like I hate it. Yeah, did you guys see the other day? And I'm not sure if you. Uh, it was just a clip on t- from Twitch from Tim the Tapman, mm-hmm. and how he was playing Warzone. <laughs> he was me. actually able to turn off people's Xboxes. Yeah, by saying Xbox turn <laughs> off in the middle of Warzone. <laughs> it's just like that. That's what you get for having sound come out through your speakers yep. and that kind yeah. of thing. So it it stinks. But he yeah, would do that. Ed. Yeah. <laughs> he would. He would do that. <laughs> DualSense Edge. All right, now on to some bad EA news with Apex Legends Mobile and Battlefield Mobile have now been discontinued and the rumored the rumored fall uh, sorry, Titanfall mixed Apex yes. 
Lord game has also been canceled. Terrible move on EA. Yep. Um, yeah. I look. I get that the mobile games don't do well. Like that. I'm just, like as as much as we continue to lean away from mobile gaming, it seems as though it's not as popular anymore. But mm-hmm. I'm sorry, but like, give us another Titanfall game. Like, yeah, seriously. People people adore Titanfall too. I just don't know why EA hasn't made another Titanfall or done something else with that Titanfall series. Like, you are now more popular than ever with Apex Legends in in lore with Titanfall. So it's like you have everything you need to have um you know a uh, a multi-million dollar game and it just seems to get canceled everywhere or get stopped at whatever point it ju- i don't know why they do this like yeah no and everybody's been yelling for them to do titanfall for years oh my god and, yeah and like i get the apex is your money maker i don't like i 100 yes keep putting your time and effort into it but like why not have another team off to the side working on a titanfall game i think they're trying to say that like it may have been like an apex more apex than titanfall type single yeah. player game which is whatever mm-hmm. but like yeah i mean you everybody's literally yelling at you to make titanfall 3 for yeah. years and years and they just for whatever reason are like nah not gonna happen it must have been terrible whatever they were working on it had to have been titanfall 2 was a gem yep it was a gem and, and you it's know really, what it it's is really still, sad to see it it is still yeah. really good to play today yep like mm-hmm. That that is one of the few games I can jump into multiplayer wise and I can have a blast no matter what. And yep. I think it's because one, the unique thing they did with multiplayer, and two, like, there's no better feeling than getting into Titan and just destroying everything <laughs> Yeah. Yep. Yeah, you're not wrong there. Next up for me is The Last of Us Part One for PC gets delayed till March twenty eighth. Not a mm-hmm. huge delay. Um, I imagine it's just to kind of fix things up or anything like that. It is a shame just considering that it could have been out by the beginning of March here as The Last of Us is most likely ending for HBO. You're just it's just kind of, I think, stunting their own sales in a way where like The Last of Us right now is more popular than probably it's ever been before. And uh, and now you got to delay the PC port. But so be it. Lastly, on my end, is going to be Zelda Lego sets are now being rumored as the Great Deku Tree was leaked, according to Promo Bricks. <laughs> uh, we have seen this kind of outstanding relationship stuff with Nintendo yep. and Lego kind of doing that kind of thing. Of, uh, I think it makes perfect sense. We had some Mario mm-hmm. ones that seemed to do pretty well. Uh, Deku Tree probably works out pretty well for them as well, or whatever else they decide to build. So... Uh, just have your wallets ready because this will sell out pretty quickly. It's, it's Zelda. Craig, have your wallet ready. You know what's funny is like <laughs> because they've done they did that whole line of like the Mario courses, and then they did the giant Bowser like a couple months ago. That was like two hundred fifty dollars. But if you go on like Lego has the Lego Ideas website where you can make your own set and submit it, um, and every single time they'll pick two that they're going to make, you'll always see a Zelda set on there every single time. And every single time it doesn't win. And Mm. that's led a lot of people to be like, well, obviously they're trying to figure something out with Nintendo to do an official one. Um, But yeah, I mean, the Deco tree would be cool. I think like the castle Hyrule castle could be cool. Yeah. Yeah. That would definitely be a good one. Yeah. Um, Lon Lon ranch. Yeah. Would be a good one. People would love options. Yep. Oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. Um, You could even do like, uh, 
kind of like a big shield, right? If you really wanted to do, you could do that. Yeah, high yeah. Or a, shield or a mask, whatever. Yeah, kind of like what they have with some of the other like series ones where you like have the Marvel Infinity Gauntlet. You like you could make yep. a Majora's mask or something like that. With That'd that be cool. One. Yeah, you could definitely make a Majora's mask. They should make one of the the moon from Majora's mask. <laughs> yeah. I think I would get that one. That so nightmare fast. inducing I'll, moon. Yeah, I guess. Well, yes. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be great. That's all I have for news, though. What do you guys have? Uh, all right. So I wanted to. I had talked about this before, but I wanted to talk about the day before again. Yes. Um, because okay. oh dear, this. oh dear God, is this getting crazy? Um, oh boy. So we had the issue with them not trademarking the name that I brought up last week. This mm-hmm. week, their their much anticipated and promised video came out, um, and <laughs> I don't know if you guys watched the video. It's like a ten minute video. I did. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I didn't. No there's nothing going on in their world whatsoever it's literally 10 minutes of like running around looting and then like there's some shooting at the very end but it's the most empty world (laughs) i've seen in a long time um and then on top of that people notice that their uh trailers that they've released uh line up almost identically with uh there's a scene that's like identical from the modern warfare trailer there's a uh image that's identical from the like those snow runner trucking games okay. uh, and then there was another one that oh man i'm trying to remember what it was let me see if i have it but uh it was another one that's like straight ripped from another game as well and uh it's leading people to believe that this might be a scam uh you know in a way of like them just trying to make money it was all right, so it's a promotional image that's dead identical to the division. Like identical. <laughs> <laughs> so, I know people were excited for this game. I watched that I watched that whole 10-minute trailer and I was like this looks awful. Like it's not even <laughs> remotely close to being ready. I was I had more fun wa- li- uh reading the comments. Yeah. About, <laughs> about yeah. Oh, comments I imagine. So bad. Um so I don't know, like me personally, yeah, I think this is probably another issue of some sort of scam to get money uh, on this game that they had no intention of ever actually releasing because it sure looks like they don't have anything except uh, an empty world they threw together real quick and had a character run around in. From everything I've read, that is what I've seen as well. There is a better video from Moist Critical or Penguins uh, Z Zero mm-hmm. on YouTube. That kind of goes over the whole uh, drama that's kind of gone yeah. on with this team. The Fantastic Team has one other game out, but then as you continue to go along, you notice a couple things. One, there's a release date trailer with no release date. Yeah. There is a and all of their all of their footage for the game so far has been pre-rendered cutscenes, no actual gameplay. So this was actually kind of their first soiree into actual gameplay gameplay. and it Mm. looked like crap so you have a feeling that it was kind of thrown together at the very last second yep in order to appease people but hopefully they can prove people wrong i I don't really know uh what to really think of this game right now (laughs) just because i i'll admit i'm interested a tarkov like game and i mentioned it as well with it you know i like the fact that it looks to be more of a the division's dark zones area on crack. Right. So mm. I'm at least that's I, what they say. 
<laughs> yeah. And if that's the case, I'm all for it. But right. right now, the way the game looks right now, it is not. It does not look good, and it doesn't look like something that anybody wants to play. To be please, it, nobody, be, nobody pre-order this game, please. Like, don't. It'll don't be give them. It'll money. be skull and it'll be yeah. skull and bones. It'll be skull yeah. and bones is what it'll be. Just like eight more delays. Yeah, I don't think this game's ever coming out. Honestly, I just, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't. I don't see it. It, it's just like it it looks like that video i was like this looks like a game that's like a year or two away from even being ready and the fact that it was supposed to come out this month originally yeah. there's no way absolutely no way uh all right so second one i got here is i wanted to talk about the nintendo switch vouchers yes um, so this got announced this week basically a hundred dollars and you get to pick two games from this list of first party nintendo games um interesting enough i was you know when you get into like the fine print some people are taking offense to the fact that if your subscription is not active and you buy these you cannot redeem them uh so it's kind of kind of a gray area there however that being said if you're interested in i mean if you're going to get zelda if it comes out this year and any other game it seems like a no-brainer to buy it it because you're going to save 20 bucks um me personally i'm not buying zelda and when i looked at the rest of that list i just kind of went meh so i'll pass on it um and also i don't have the uh the 50 dollars version of switch online i just have the 20 dollars one so i mean are you guys gonna voucher it up i uh i read this uh the, the same article and i saw i was looking through the games and you know, besides obviously u- utilizing it for Zelda, I was like, maybe I'll pull a Barry move and like get Triangle Strategy or, <laughs> yep. like, you know, there's a couple of RPGs that I like missed on Switch. And by missed, I mean, did not buy as a consumer. Right. So, so there was like a couple of things on there that I saw. I was thinking about doing maybe Bayonetta 3 mm-hmm. and something else because I missed, I just missed Bayonetta 3. I just didn't buy it. There were too many games out at the time. I just skipped it. Um, so like so for somebody like me, I'm I'm probably gonna get it. There's at least two Switch games a year that I get that I could say that hands down, even even with the Switch hardware at this point. So mm-hmm. um I know I'm getting it. Okay. So that's one out of three? Yeah, and, and I yeah, that it'll be one out of three. Cause like for me, and I told you, Craig, this as well, I have all those games on there. Like the only <laughs> game I'm missing yeah. is like probably uh what was I can't remember the one game I was missing, so be it whatever. Uh, but it's just like I have pretty much any game that's on that list. So why why bother uh, doing it? Oh, you know what? It was the Kirby remaster that's okay. coming out uh, that I mm. I don't have. And it's like, well, I could use it for that. But then also yep. the part of me is like, well, I'm just going to it's it's not going to save me anything. And as someone who still prefers like physical games, for the most part, right. I I need to con- I want these games physically. I have to say my Switch collection is pretty outrageous. <laughs> I Is it like my Xbox collection is just way too many? <laughs> yeah. No, I've I've got way too many Switch games and it's just like, well, I guess, I guess I do, but you yeah. know, it's Barry, oh, you're talking me out you're talking me out of it, man. <laughs> I, I like having the physical Switch games too and I I think I read that article and didn't even remember that I cared about physical Switch games. I mean, I'm a physical <laughs> uh I'm a physical game kind of guy anyway besides xbox i literally just ride game pass um Mm -hmm. for that but like i i i kind of want to take advantage of the voucher um 
but like, I think he talked me out of it just because of the physical copy. Like, you know. well, and, and well, one thing for you, Craig, to remember is like, let's say you're trying to get uh, pro- uh project triangle strategy on there. Like some of these games, you can't find physical copies of anymore. Astral uh, yes. chain is on yep. there and you can't oh, get wow. astral chain anywhere. Yeah. Um, things like yep. Octopath traveler, the first one, like you can't find physical copies of that anywhere, or at least yep. new, I should yep. say. So, like, you're not wrong in your thinking. I th- uh, I definitely think some of those games, it's good to have it. But, you know, when I go into retail stores right now, there are not a lot of physical yeah. games. Like, I should say third-party uh, Switch right. games like that are made by Square Enix. Mm-hmm. Like, you see all of the Pokemon, the Zelda, yeah. Mario, Kirby, everything like that everywhere. But it's those third-party exclusive games that are on Switch. Like, you know, Octopath Traveler, but, you know, f- you know that one's a an anomaly uh yeah. like triangle strategy like there are games on there like dio field chronicle as well that you don't find physical copies of those games anywhere because they don't exist yeah and also as a uh i don't know if this convinces you even better but i'll throw this out there for everybody as a pro tip uh if you are a member for us it would be sam's club but other places costco you can go into a sam's club and get a hundred dollar nintendo e-gift card for like 90 bucks so if you, you do, that, do that, you're actually going to save $30. Um, and, you know, that's kind of like a, I'm sure Costco does the same thing. But like, if you're really interested in it and don't mind not having physical, it's a good way to save yourself 30 instead of 20. Yeah. You know? And yeah, you probably is... still get the, well, maybe you get the Nintendo points from it still. Yeah, I don't, I, I think you should. I would imagine. I don't know why they wouldn't allow you to do that. Right. You know, it's, I'm money. only thinking because it's a promo kind of thing. Maybe. Ah, yeah, maybe. Uh, yeah. And then the last thing I have, um, this has to do with Twitch, but I had to bring this up because this is hilarious to me. Um, if you haven't heard about infinite nothing on Twitch, I highly recommend you check this out. Uh, if you are a fan of Seinfeld, which I am a huge fan of Seinfeld. I love Seinfeld. There Same. is a, person on twitch i don't know if it's a guy or girl or whatever but um they made an ai that uh writes its own tv scripts so what they did is they fed this ai all of the seinfeld episodes so what they've been doing for the past i think we're on day i want to say like five or six at this point it's been a non-stop completely generated ai seinfeld episode uh, we're like five or six days deep now on Twitch that you can watch. Um, so it's coming up with its own script and jokes on the fly. It's putting in a laugh track. Um, and it's like a it as far as like visual, it's like a it looks like a 90s um, like adventure game, like that type of graphics. But it's like Seinfeld's apartment and like the stand up, the comedy club and all uh. that stuff. And it has like the little transition music when it changes scenes. And sometimes it can that. get like super awkward. Uh, there was a point where like uh, Jerry Seinfeld started to tell a joke and then stood there for like 10 minutes without saying anything. <laughs> but for the yeah. most part, it's actually not that bad. Um, it had me laughing a couple times just coming up with like these random AI generated jokes that are actually pretty funny. Um, so like that has been my go to this week while I was working to have that on in the background. And it's been a great time. So for sure, everybody needs to, if you like that type of comedy, go check it out. Cause it's pretty funny. 
Yeah, I, I have to go check that out. Seinfeld was literally like, like I've been a fan for decades at this point. I grew up with that show, you know, mm -hmm. it was like Simpsons when, you, you know, when I was starting to get old enough for the for the majority of the jokes on Simpsons. And then you kind of graduate to like on one side, you got South Park and all those other more raunchy shows like the family yeah. guys. But on the other side, there was also Seinfeld, you know, so yeah, I got to. That was a staple in my house, so I got to check that out. It's a good way to waste an hour or two just watching this never-ending show. <laughs> yeah. But that's uh, that's all I got. All right. Um, I only have one more. I had um, I had the PC version of Last of Us um, as part of the news there. Um, just to kind of add to what you were saying there, Barry, they had like a really nice... Um, I forget who exactly did it, um, but there was a a release statement basically thanking the fans for new fans and old fans for the last of us success on, on HBO max. So to, to kind of thank them, they were pushing it back in order to make it the best possible thing that it possibly can be on, on PC. Um, I don't think it's a bad move necessarily. I think it's a good move for it to come out right at the end of the last of Us show, but they're going to treat it, you know, kind of buffer it a little bit up, you know, <laughs> you know, put some, some cleaner on it and make it good or even a little bit better smooth out the edges. And that sounds great to me. Um, but the only other one that I had was um, Sony. There was a Bloomberg report that came out that basically said that Sony was dramatically cutting the production of the PS VR two due yeah. to the, uh, and you love this word when you hear business in business, underwhelming <laughs> pre pre-order numbers. Which obviously Sony being Sony, who is our favorite person, our favorite mature company yep. to clap back, refuted the claims. But uh, I thought it was funny kind of just like skimming through that particular news because like they apparently it was like almost like half it got cut down to like half a million units. As opposed to, I think they were looking at maybe 1.5, something along those lines. So it's just kind of funny to see. I, I, I guess I laughed because there's two PlayStation pre-orders in my life, PlayStation hardware or accessory pre-orders that I've probably ignored. And it was their new controller and it was the it was the VR. It's just not like any other time PS5 pre-order. I did that thing on my lunch break at work. <laughs> I like moved. I like moved stuff around with my bosses and I was like, I need to take my lunch break at this time. I'm in a queue. And it's important, yep. you know, <laughs> uh, but it's kind of funny to see that I'm not maybe necessarily the only person not even remotely considering pre-ordering um, the VR, too. I don't know what you guys thought of that. I can't say that I was surprised. I didn't think that this was going to sell an insane amount. I think it's going to have its dedicated fan base for sure. But I just look at it as too much, too much money. Yeah, it's definitely a too much money thing. Definitely the quest. And the quest to have kind of come out and really stolen the show yep. for a lot of it. I just really wish things like, you know, for me, I love Horizon and I really wish Call of the Mountain VR would make its way over to Quest 2. And if yep. I cross my fingers and maybe pray to God enough times, maybe I get that within <laughs> the next 10 years. Probably not. But right. it, it, it's those kind of experiences that like Sony can provide because they have a connection with the series for the most part. And I'm going to wish that they had. Uh, wish that I had had the VR too, but I can't justify spending that much money for one game. Yeah. I, uh, and they're, they're going to hold on to that with the death grip. Cause that'll be like their selling point is these yeah. first party 
whatever they decide to do besides Horizon. But yeah, I'd, uh, a couple hour experience on VR for Horizon is not going to make me spend that much money for another no. VR set when I already have one. Yeah, I like what I saw, but I'm not spending that much money. No. Just like I'm not spending that much money on the controller now, especially after this battery life. Because before I was like trying to rationalize. I was like, well, maybe I can wait and like... <laughs> Just like, you know, put money aside just to like make myself feel better that I'm not spending the 200 bucks for it because I'll like just like put something in my bank account, forget about it. And like now I don't even want to get, I don't even, I don't want yeah. it until yep. they fix. Maybe so. a version two. Yeah. Hopefully a version yeah. two comes out. Yep. All right. So, and I actually forgot one thing on the news, and that's my bad because this is a pretty big news story. Have you guys heard of the Atrioc and Twitch situation? Oh, uh, my God. Yes. Uh, forgot about this. Yes. stuff. This is my bad. Uh, this is pretty fairly big news in the world. Uh, TLDR, for the most part, a very popular streamer named Atrioc got caught watching porn yep. of deep fakes of his co-workers that are yes. also streamers. <laughs> yep. um, yes. Once that got caught, there was a lot of big uh, stuff going on. I... I didn't know what I was watching, but I was on Twitch and he was one of the top people. And I was like, oh, what is everybody watching of his just to see what it was? And it's just these two people crying and apologizing for things. I have <laughs> no was, idea what was going yeah. on. Um, it was cringe, man. That apology yeah. video was pretty cringe. Yeah. But <laughs> the updated news with that is that QT, Cilla, uh, QT Cinderella, also a very popular Twitch streamer, uh, has kind of come out and said that she was going to sue. Uh, the host of this site that makes deep fakes with like these VR streamers faces on it and turns out like, you know, she, they got a hold of it. She got it. Uh, the site's been taken down and the commenter of the site said, you know, Hey, you know, I realized what I did was wrong, blah, blah, blah. She's still looking to go in and do and host, uh, sorry, and file a formal lawsuit against the person Good. who did this site and trying to get it off of the air. Uh, once and for all but it just raises the question like with ai you know you talk about seinfeld and deep fake yep. stuff that's becoming increasingly increasingly better how do you stop you well it's not so much how do you stop but how do you mitigate people from being sexualized that don't want to be sexualized right. and yeah like this is that this is different part of gaming but like before rules were created for it, revenge porn was a huge thing where yep. you know you would be posting stuff of your exes and stuff like that onto the internet if you had said video for right. it so now we're maybe starting to precedent the rules of like maybe there needs to be regulations on deep fakes and what you deep fake someone in because like even on tiktok or instagram reels people deep fake and i guess deep fake because it's pretty amateurish of like their face on elon musk and to get him to say something you know funny or stupid but mm -hmm. you know it's totally different when it's a girl streamer or even a male mm -hmm. streamer for that example, and mm -hmm. they get deep faked into being sexualized or put in a porn video that, you know, they're using their likeness to make money off of that. And yeah. the streamer doesn't want to make money off of that because they don't want to be sexualized. So it's like, yeah. it's just like this never ending rolling turd of bad stuff that continues to come out with this deep fake and uh, deep fake and Twitch streamers. But Overall, like if you guys want like more information on it, please make sure to go watch YouTube videos on it. There are more than enough YouTube videos <laughs> on it and, and everything like that, that will do a better job. But uh, I just can't stress enough like people deserve the right to not have themselves 
like be sexualized on the internet without their permission. Like yeah. that's just it's wrong, it's rude, and it's objectifying of women to do so. So I I can only hope that with QT Cinderella's lawsuit, the ball will start rolling and trying to get this yeah. stuff off the internet, or at least making it much more difficult to find. Because it sounds like this Atrioc streamer found it pretty easily <laughs> from yeah. from what I can tell. It was a yeah, like that. That was a terrible story he told. Like I know, I, I like, but it, like it was behind a paywall, so he had to pay for it, and mm-hmm. like that completely destroys his whole like I accidentally found it somewhere, like I clicked on the wrong thing, kind of, kind right. of thing. But it, yeah, it goes back to what you were saying, Barry. Like every, we're all humans, and I think the problem with uh, the problem that faces Twitch streamers. Um, anybody who's on YouTube and has a decent or even a minuscule following, I, um, I think the problem is that we see people talking, we see people responding to things, whatever they respond to, whatever their video content is, and we and we as watchers, to some degree, either don't care about the individual themselves or think that that is just who they want to be all the time. You know, whether you're somebody like Doctor Disrespect and playing a character, whether you're another streamer like that you know that like um is actually just themselves the whole time you know everybody is a person and there's enough terrible things going on specifically directed at 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 ladies at 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 that at the female gender and just seeing this again and at a grander scale, I'm with you, Barry. I hope the ball, I hope the the snowball, it starts out as that, turns into a, like a larger one, becomes an extreme avalanche to get this off and to get people back their internet freedom, yeah. so to speak. Because a Twitch streamer, anybody can choose what they put on the internet in that sense, but not being able to choose your likeness being used without your consent, whether it's sexualized or not, it's still a, it's still a breach of you of what I would consider your 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 privacy your humanity privacy if I can combine those two words yep so it's terrible I hope she tears it all down I hope more people come forward and tear it down Atrioc apparently is going to start the ball on that <laughs> yeah I don't think I'm he sorry for la- choice uh, it, I, yeah no, I'm it, so, I'm sorry for laughing at that but he was like I'm going to get things going and like through the tears and his wife's behind him and she yeah. was her, her face was blurred out it was a very awkward video by the way but anyway yeah, you're sorry me. you you were telling no, me dead. man that was <laughs> yeah um i think they need to get it going quick or it's just gonna keep happening um i think on like a not just like what you said is pretty much what i was thinking there but i also thought of like a from the financial side if they don't get something going here to prevent this from happening what's gonna stop somebody taking you know, somebody who's extremely popular on like an OnlyFans and be like, well, they're making a ton of money. I'm just going to make deep fakes of them and I'll make my own money off of them. Like I could see that happening, too. Right. Yeah. Um, yeah. And it's just something that needs to get taken care of like yesterday. Um, yeah. For a v- majority of reasons. But yeah, the whole situation was like I couldn't even make it through that whole video. I was like, it, the whole it was so cringy. Was, oh, man. Um, yeah, it's just a mess. (laughs) All right, perfect. So we're going to go ahead into games then a lot happier news. Yes. Uh, Yes. Most part games played this week for me. I still have been pretty much playing the same thing. 
Um, I watched more than I played this week, as you know, much to be expected. But still playing Fire Emblem. It's still really good, and uh, that's, that's where <laughs> I'm dead. sticking with it. Still, still sticking dead. with that. Um, I have some more thoughts on Dead Space. I played a lot more Dead Space. Um, I played. This is kind of like a down week, so I was trying to like catch up on some things that I missed. I played uh, Security Breach, the Five Nights at Freddy's. I played that. Yeah. Oh, and then okay. I was I like to kind of comb through uh, Game Pass on my slower weeks and find stuff that I missed. So I found uh, Moon Scars as well. Okay, that sounds edgy as hell. <laughs> <laughs> it does. I um I follow Barry's lead on this one, uh, not directly, just without even knowing. Um, but uh, it was it's been more of a watch week for me. But I started Dead Space. Mm-hmm. Uh, my wife and I played it together about two hours in. Okay. More just like, you know, I did exactly what I told you, gentlemen. I was when we had the uh, the the whole um, forespoken nice uh, un- unplanned segment. I went, I returned it and I came home that night and I bought Dead Space. So I got some thoughts on that. And then I really didn't play anything else. I just kind of was playing Persona 4 Golden. Um, so you guys already know my thoughts on that. All of you watchers and listeners know my thoughts on that. So, okay, a light week for sure. Like we're all we're I mean, all mentally crazy. preparing for Hogwarts. Is uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Have our hearts broken? <laughs> no kidding. Yeah. All right, uh, Dead Space. Give me your thoughts, Craig, and I'll give you mine. I like it. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's re- it's good. It's really really good. Now, what I don't like, mm-hmm. what I don't like is that I did play Callisto Protocol first, and I'll tell you why. I know, I know the algorithm for the scares. Mm-hmm. Now, when I'm walking through Dead Space, as opposed to what if I had played it when I was younger, or even played it just before Callisto Protocol. I would approach vents without being a little bit more, I don't know, tiptoey. Yeah. You know, I would not have utilized music cues to decide whether or not I'm actually in, in danger or not. So that annoys me that I took away my own dead space experience by like 5%. It's still, it's still a great environment, but I took away my own dead space initial reaction experience by the pregame of Callisto Protocol and them using similar parts mm-hmm. of that genre and that game flow. Now, as far as the game itself, I, I'm, I'm just a huge fan of the 10, 15 minute intros where it looks all fine and it's not, Yeah, you know, it's not. Things get pretty hairy out the get go. They, they introduce you to your first necromorph like almost immediately. And I'm a big fan of the, of the, uh, the limbs shooting. That's something that, Callisto Protocol didn't hammer down, right? You know, like you could still kind of make your way by destroying the torso and and figuring it out. They only had like six enemy types anyway in that game, but <laughs> th- this game, it's like you better go for the limbs or you're an idiot. So, um, I haven't really seen the entire collection of Necromorphs yet because I haven't gotten that far in the game. But I love the, the atmosphere. I didn't see the babies yet. <laughs> I have not seen the babies yet. I uh I I can't wait great. for what they I can't I can't wait for what they throw. Maybe. The last What's the last wrong, time Barry? we talked about last time we <laughs> talked about babies in a scary game. Barry, did you not play Dead Space? Not yet. No, I mean well, like I, before. 
No, I've I played two and three, but I never oh, played the first. Okay. Oh, you never played one. Okay. Okay. I've never right. played yeah, one. There's, yeah, there's and two. I mean the babies were more prevalent in two. You remember the babies from two? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's the same. Yeah. Look, still um, still to this day, nothing scares me more than when his in, in Dead Space Two when his wife shows up in the elevator. Yeah. And I I'll I'll tell you it's probably because I was young. But mm-hmm. like I saw that and I I literally jumped out of my seat, turned off my my <laughs> Xbox, went to bed, and then yeah. went, "Okay, I'm picking this back up in the morning." <laughs> I've <Yeah>. had enough. <laughs> I um I wanted to ask you a question, Craig, as the yeah. uh, Dead Space expert here. Um and I thought about this when I was starting the game with my wife cuz I primarily played, she watched, and we're going to trade the controller. Um mm-hmm. and I was selecting the difficulty and i remember what you said about having a better experience sometimes with certain games doing yeah. it on easy um i don't know if i could change the difficulty now because i did start it on normal but like is this a normal kind of game or is this an easy just for the experience what do you think so i've always whenever i play dead space i've always done the same thing my first playthrough will always be on easy um just just because you can kind of force your way through it pretty quick um, you can get the not all, but a decent amount of the upgrades from like the nodes on your first playthrough. And then I like to go back through again on normal or hard and finish upgrading everything. Because once Got you it. do that, like the normal and hard, like when you're not upgrading your guns and all that kind of stuff, it can be pretty difficult. Uh, and you're running out of ammo and all that kind of stuff. So I've always liked to just go through that game real quick on easy first and then go back. Got and- it and get like the the true experience the second time around when you're more like beefed up, you know, when you got your levels like up it. there. Yeah. I like I don't, it. I don't think you can change it though. Once you start, I think you'd, Perfect. Have to, you'd have to start all the way over if you really wanted to do that. <laughs> I don't know. I, I might, I might trudge through normal. Yeah. We'll see. It's not um, bad, but normal hard is, is rough for a first playthrough. Oh, I'll bet. I'll bet. Um, but like, yeah, great, great first impressions. Exactly what I wanted. Atmosphere is incredible. Um, I love, I love their, their, uh, their notes that they put in the game on the walls and blood, you yep. know? Um, so like shooting, shoot the limbs, like all that kind of stuff. So yep. I love it. And I can't wait to see what more set pieces they have. I can't wait for like more zero gravity, Mm-hmm. you know like all that type of stuff that's that like i thought about that that's an entirely different concept that when you think when dead space came out i think was fantastic to add yeah you know now now we have games like deliver us mars you know deliver us the moon and stuff like that where you can actually experience that but like i thought that was really cool that that was also part of the gameplay and not just one you know i hear it's not just once no it's, it's like multiple it's times. fairly yeah they do it a bunch of times and they've changed yeah. it they've made it a lot easier I noticed that was the one thing I had written down was like, it's so much better than it used to be. The zero grab used to be so frustrating trying to orient yourself in the right direction. It's so much better now. Um, and then like the other things that I noticed that they added uh, besides him talking is the clearance level stuff was never there before. And I think that's such mm-hmm. a good addition. Like there's doors that you come across and even like, uh, lockers and crates that'll be like you need security clearance level two and that was never there before and okay. i've been playing through it and i'm like what is this and then i i don't know what this like clearance level is and it's like oh as you progress through the story you'll get higher clearance level so technically you would have to go back to those areas if you wanted to collect all that stuff 
Um, or you could get it on like a subsequent playthrough, I guess. But I think that's a good idea to kind of make you go back and re-explore areas that you already left. Because originally you would just go through complete like your area and then never go back there again, even though you could on like the tram system, you could travel back. There really wasn't that much of a reason to unless you were just trying to find some hidden stuff. But I thought that was a nice little addition to put in there to keep it fresh for like people like me who have beaten the game like a million times at this point. Um, <laughs> it, it was nice to see that. And I'm like, OK, I can get down with that. And it just looks disgustingly pretty. Yeah. That's a good way yeah. to put it. Like just it does. everything looks so gross and it's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, it's so good. And the lighting is just phenomenal. Um oh, but yeah. Yeah, also I don't trust corpses because of this nope. game, by the way. And Callisto Protocol. I don't trust corpses. The I've rule been... is the rule is uh either shoot them or stomp on them. Every single one you go by. I step on everything I go by because you get more items that way. But uh just if I see an enemy on the ground and I don't remember shooting it and killing it, I always shoot it before I get close because if you shoot it once, it'll get up and start yeah. coming after you. So, yeah. Uh, what good. else? Uh, all right. So Five Nights at Freddy's. I don't know. Like, I was never a big Five Nights at Freddy's fans. I don't know if you guys played. Like, I've played no. them. But like, yeah, I never really... the man who hates horror games is a master <laughs> at f f uh, Five Nights at Freddy's. Let me tell yeah, you, int intentional jump scares like yeah. built in. Um, I would I, I mean, I've had my eye on this one for a while because it seems like it's a little bit different and uh, it plays more like a like Alien Isolation is, is yeah. probably the best way to describe it, which is a nice take, I think, to kind of do something different besides the you're in the office, check the camera, shut the doors, that kind of stuff. And I've been having, you know, a decent amount of fun with it. It's obviously not like a, this isn't a triple A title, right? This was made on the cheap, uh, but kind of going around and like the different like boss battles, if you will, I think have been interesting. Like the first major one you have is uh, in like a, you go to like the children's daycare and it's in like a big uh, like ball pit and like, you know, that kind of stuff. And you have to run around and, turn all the generators on while there's a guy in the dark chasing you um, like that kind of stuff is cool. Like it's something different. Um, mm -hmm. And I think it's like, it's a very well done game. I don't think this was like a $60 game when it came out anyway, it's probably like 30 or 40. Uh, but yeah, I've been having a lot of fun with it for this week. I mean, I'm going to put it down on Tuesday for Hogwarts anyway, <laughs> but <laughs> it's, it, it was a nice filler. Um, yes. And then moon scars, which is on game pass. I guess it's my weekly Game Pass recommendation. Uh, 2D side-scroller slash Metroidvania slash Souls-like, I guess. Um, has an interesting art style. I have no idea what the story is because there's so much talking and I have no idea what they're talking about. It's so random and I can't follow what they're trying to tell me. But like, I've been... Uh, dabbling more into like the 2d metroidvania style games because i've always kind of pushed them off and this one feels pretty good it's tough it has the whole like it's not a bonfire but you can rest at it and then all the enemies will come back which is like a staple now for like every game ever i think um yeah. but as a nice like side game i think this is one that i'm going to continue to like kind of peck at until i beat it in between other games and another solid game pass game think nice cool mm -hmm. yeah 
All right, so then that's going to be it for the games we played this week. Be ready for next week as Hogwarts yeah. Legacy is going to be all we talk about. Pretty yeah, much. Yeah. So we get to movies and TV show. So yes. for me, Last of Us Episode 3, which I know will be a big talking point this week. Yep. <laughs> I finished Wednesday. Okay. Uh, shotgun, oh! <laughs> shotgun Wedding. Okay. Vex oh, Machina roll. up to the newest one and Wakanda Forever. Oh, you watch Wakanda. Oh, okay. Um, so this week for me was all horror all the time. Um, Ooh. I mean, technically last of us counts, even though it was not a horror episode, um, maybe horror of your emotions. Um, oh, so I watched, uh, on shutter, I watched skin of a rink and I also Marinky watched, do. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> and then I also watched, uh, through my mother's eyes. Okay. Uh, so also Last of Us. I don't know yeah. if we have to keep announcing it. We're just going to be watching that. <laughs> We're going to have that ready every week. So yep. um, Last of Us for me, I watched Jeepers Creepers Rebirth. Oh, God. The which new one? It'll be a 30-second review. It sucked. There it is. <laughs> so bad. Uh, it sucked. I don't have to talk about it. It's not a good, it's not a good movie. Um, I also watched You People. Okay. Uh, new romantic comedy on Netflix. Um, and I started with my wife poker face hmm. and also we started and caught up to servant season four the final season on apple tv so that's the Shyamalan one right uh that is yes it is yeah, yeah okay it is okay i like forgot that he did that sorry yeah <laughs> all right lot to talk about this week all right yep. so i'll go with wednesday because i guess that's probably the oldest of all of them yeah. i really wasn't to ex- uh, i really wasn't to expect to like Wednesday as much as I did. I didn't really grow up with the Adams family, so I sure. really didn't know how much I'd like this. Uh, but to my surprise, this show rocks. I loved every part of it. I think uh, Jenny uh, or Jenna Ortega, like she did an awesome job as Wednesday. I love really all mm-hmm. the characters that she interacts with. And like overall, just a really like good episode of Who Done It because they do a really good job of making me think who is the person. And then it's like, oh, wait, it's not this person. It's this person. <laughs> and the final like three episodes are really like this roller coaster of like, OK, here comes all of the plot points all at once. So yeah. I, I really enjoyed that last rush of final three episodes. But overall, like I can say it was it was a good it was a it's a good series. I can see why a lot of people recommended it. Yeah, love that show. Love it. Do I just go into my other ones? I guess we will. Yeah, go for it. Share. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll jump share in. The Last of Us afterward. Shotgun jump Wedding, uh, mm-hmm. starring uh, romantic comedy, starring Jennifer Lopez and Josh DeHommel. Um, first off, J Lo, wow, still really hot. Bonk me, I don't care. <laughs> it, I, I am constantly. She doesn't surprised. age. Yeah, doesn't I'm age. constantly surprised. Um, overall, I actually really enjoyed this romantic comedy. Uh, it's about these two that are about to get married, and it just kind of comes with all the regular romantic comedy stuff. Something kind of hilarious happens during the wedding ceremony, and there's all this tension because the ex gets invited to this wedding, and uh, who's played by Lenny Kravitz, which is also really weird. Um, overall, I I just enjoyed this romantic comedy. I found myself laughing at a couple of these moments, and. I feel like both Jay, uh, Jennifer Lopez and Josh DeHommel, like got a chance to shine in their own respective ways. So it's def- I definitely recommend it. It's on Amazon Prime. 
Okay. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Uh, mm-hmm. now now streaming on Disney Plus. I overall liked Wakanda Forever. There was just a couple things that I did want to point out. One, I really do like what they did with Shiri, and at the end where she, you know, you're kind of wondering who she's going to see in the astral plane. You're waiting for like, okay, here comes CGI Chadwick Bosman. No, yep. that's not the case. Um, and spoiler alert, it's Killmonger. So I I loved I loved that reveal and I like that her costume actually really resembles a lot of what Killmonger is with the gold accents and everything like that. I I thought Namor and like the and the techno uh, Technoclon uh, is like awesome. I loved every single part of of Namor or Namor mm-hmm. uh, in Spanish language. It's just awesome to see like ancient Mexican culture represented. I really enjoy it, and he is a really cool bad guy slash not bad guy in a way. I hope to see more of him in other stuff, but we probably won't. That's just how yeah. it goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Vex Machina, which is now up to season episode seven of its next series. If you guys don't know, this is a animated telling of Critical Role's first campaign. If you like D&D, Critical Role is like a D&D campaign with a bunch of pretty famous voice actors uh, for it. Overall, I think it's really good. If you like D&D, I think you guys would, I think you guys would like it. And overall, it's just a really good uh, action fantasy setting for the most part. And with it too, I, I feel like if you're a D&D watcher, you're going to get a ton of ideas for your own uh, campaign watching this series. So overall, like I'm still really impressed and there's still more episodes to go, but I'm finally caught up with it. Okay. Oh, other than The Last of Us, but I was going to wait for all of us to join that together. Okay. Um, All right. So, (sighs) Skinamarink. This is an interesting one. Uh, This is one that, like, I had kept my eye on because it's, like, polarizing. It's every review I read was either, like, "This this is such a good movie or this is the biggest waste of my time. There's, like, no middle ground on this movie. Um, I, after watching it, I will say that this was a waste of my time, (laughs) but I can see where people like it. It's such an interesting way to do a horror movie. It's basically like, it's preying on the idea of you when you were a kid being afraid of the dark, basically. Um, it has to do with, you know, two kids waking up in the middle of the night and their dad's gone. Uh, their parents are gone and there's no doors or windows in the house anymore. They're just stuck. Um, my issue with the movie and why I didn't like it is it's the most interesting way to shoot a movie by never actually showing the actors in the movie ever. Um, the entire movie is like still shots. So it'll be like, here's the hallway. Here's a TV. Here's the stairs. Here's the hallway again. All right, now we're going to go back to the TV with cartoons on. Oh, here's the hallway, and you'll see the kids' feet run by, but you're never going to see their face. Um, there's very little dialogue. It's just kind of like a... And it's it's got like a super grainy filter on it. It's mm. supposed to be like oh. the 90s. So it's like you can't really see too well. So you do a lot of like the squinting while you're watching, right? And then they use that with like the three or four jump scares. Cause you're like, what is going on? I can't see anything. And then that's when they, 
You know what I mean? Uh, but overall, like it's an interesting way to do a movie. It just didn't hit for me. I was like, this was the most boring hour and 45 minutes of my life watching a hallway Ooh. and a carpet and a wall. You know what I mean? But I was just like the whole time I'm like, well, I can't turn it off because I have to see what happens. You can't not you can't not finish it. And you're just like, oh, maybe there's going to be something that'll be like, you know, the big payoff. And for me, like the payoff, I know where everybody says the payoff is. It's near the end. But for me, I was just like, nah, that ain't enough for me to sit through an hour and 45 minutes of still shots. It'd be interesting, like, Craig, if you were to watch it and see what you guys think. Um, But like mentally prepare yourself that you may end up two hours later being like, that was the dumbest thing I've ever seen in my life. Um, So just as long as you're mentally prepared for that. Uh, I don't know. Maybe you'll like it. I don't know. That's I have the risk to, you I, have with scary stuff. I have to know if other people watch it that I know if they are like like it, so I can be like, why? Why do you like this movie? <laughs> yeah. I, I need to know what was different for you. Um, yeah. And then through my mother's eyes, that's I think this movie is like a year or two old. It's on HBO. Um, completely black and white, and it really has to do with like a a a girl who grew up in a really messed up home. Uh, her mother gets murdered right in front of her and it kind of turns into this, like she's the most uh, just like awful, sadistic, twisted person as she grows up. Um, And I don't want to give away too much because I thought it was a really interesting uh, movie, but it's like, it can be a little uncomfortable to watch. Uh, It's one of those type (laughs) of horror movies where you're like, okay, that we're go, we're going there. Okay. All right. Um, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was a good time. It's short. It's like an hour and 20 minutes. Um, so okay. I would definitely recommend that one over Skin of a Rink, unless you just really want to, if you're that curious of whether or not you'll like it. I don't know, Barry. Give it a shot. See what you think. Oh, yeah. Yeah. yeah ask me to watch it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe you'd like it. Maybe, maybe like that different perspective. You'd be like, you know what? I didn't mind it. No, you mentioned it. And it sounds stupid. So it's like, it's, I, I know. I know. It does. So it does. Like, Watch, I keep like, waiting. Just see if you can find like a trailer. I don't know. I never looked at a trailer, but like maybe that would give you an idea of like what it looks like. But man, it's just an hour and 40 minutes of still shots with like three yeah, jump scares. It, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it sounds really weird in the technique that they use to, to shoot mm-hmm. it. But like the movie I keep hearing about, which I'm surprised none of you guys have watched yet, is Infinity Pool. I'm waiting. Oh, I'm gonna yeah, I can't yeah. wait. Yep. Oh. Okay, can't wait for you guys to talk about that, because the stuff that I hear goes on in that movie is yeah. like, what, what? Messed up, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and to be fair to Skinmarink, this is like a first-time director, and he's done a bunch of YouTube shorts that you can go watch, and he does the okay. same thing, but it's like it's like eight-minute videos, and it Instead works. Of like an hour. It works yeah. when it's short. But when you're trying to do a whole movie, I just don't think it works. It's just too weird. Yeah. And he made it for 15 grand. It was super cheap. There uh, we go. I guess if you get enough people to watch it, you can at least double your he price. He has that. made a ton of money off of it. That's for sure. There wow. you go. Okay. Yeah. Yep. All right. So I got, besides The Last of Us um, episode, I got four. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go through servant really quickly, specifically because the idea of the show is something that I would recommend. Um, it stars Lauren Ambrose and, um, I liked it for Toby Kebble. And am I saying his name right? Toby Kebble? I think. Kebble, Kebble. 
Um, and then Rupert Grint, who just is amazing in everything, and he's not just Ronald Weasley, you know. Shout out to Harry Potter coming out next this week. <laughs> um, but it's essentially um, with Lauren and Toby's characters being, a, they live in an upscale portion of New York. There was a something that happened to their child um, long ago that gets fleshed out as the seasons go on. So as a replacement therapeutic, they have a, a doll, like a lifelike doll as a representation so that um, Lauren can continue to just do her thing um, and like get over all of that, that traumatic past. So they hire a nanny and... In the first season and such, the, it, it's like a nice psychological horror aspect because the nanny's really weird. And now that I'm in season four and and certain things have happened, I can honestly say that the show is definitely worth the watch. It's weird seeing somebody have to deal with that type of trauma, but also like the fact that she's mothering a doll that it does not cry or anything like that. And then when they bring a third party into the mix, it just gets better and better. And Leanne, as the nanny, it gets weirder and weirder. So it kind of trans- transcends itself. So watch Servant if you have Apple TV, Apple, Apple TV Plus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the other one that I wanted to jump into really quickly would be um, Jeepers Creepers again. It sucks. Don't watch it. <laughs> um, so that leaves me more time for just the two that I want to just circ- before we get into The Last of Us. First one is Poker Face. It's a new series. It's out. Um, it stars Natasha Leone, who um, is from Orange is a New Black. And uh, Russian Doll. And mm-hmm. Russian Doll. Um, yep. uh, first of all, clap to her just as She's a great. general, just, yeah, just in acting. Just yep. a nice clap to her. So she essentially stars, she works in Vegas as a, uh, a server. She's got a friend who also works at the same um, Vegas casino that's owned by some shady individuals. Um, one of them being Adrian Brody, which was a nice, nice, uh, nice uh, feel there, seeing him there. Essentially, she, she uh, gets involved in a murder that's at the hotel and she gets she gets pursued by certain parties regarding it to not give the first episode away, which is the only one I've seen. <laughs> the first episode is going to is fantastic. There's about four or five out. The reason why I'm championing this particular series is the fact that it's going to be a week by week who's done it type of show because the one caveat to her is and it's shown in there is before she actually worked as a waitress in the in the casino, she was traveling around and she has a specific like X-Men power, so to speak. It's not really. She can tell when people are lying. Um, she can't tell necessarily when people are telling the truth in that aspect. She can really only tell when dramatic, blatant lies are told. So she was traveling around basically playing poker and winning outwardly. <laughs> uh, she wouldn't go on high-end tables. She wouldn't go on low-end tables. She would kind of sit in the middle so nobody would find her out. And she went to a casino, and she tried it. And the casino owner said, you know what? I'm not going to cut your fingers off for trying to do this. I'm going to give you a job. So that's how she ends up at the casino. So the reason why she left is what you have to watch the episode for, but she's going to be traveling around with this intuitive nature of hers and doing whodunit type of style, Matlock esque thing. So you got the overlying, this is why I like it. It's like X-Files. You got the overlying arc, which is, Oh my God, there's aliens, but, but you got a creature of the week. This is a whodunit of the week. So I'm down to watch a clue type of scenario on a weekly basis while there's an overarching story and just to watch her in general. 
and they already threw Adrian Brody at me. And I, think I can't a wait lot who else of cameos, isn't there? Supposed to be in that show? Yes. Supposed yes, to be a, yeah. Supposed to be a pretty long list. And um okay. they already had another girl who was in Orange is the New Black there. I forget her name in Orange is the New Black and the real life actress, but go watch the show. It's great. Okay. Um and it's on Hulu. Uh the other oh, one real it's on Hulu. Or, um, I, it's on Peacock, right? Peacock, Peacock. Yeah. I got this wrong earlier today. Sorry, it's on Peacock. <laughs> I led you astray. Um, so the other one that I want to touch on is You People. You People is a romantic comedy. It stars Jonah Hill and Lauren London as a couple of unlikely people. Lauren London being a African-American female. Jonah Hill being a Jewish male. Um, through the unlikely circumstances they meet when he mistakes her as an Uber driver, which is funny. Um, and it's a meet the parents scenario, guys. Uh, so... Parents on Jonah Hill's side are David Duchovny, speaking of X-Files, and Louis and J- Julia Louis-Dreyfus, speaking of Seinfeld. Mm-hmm. Parents on... And Wakanda. Um, and Wakanda. And Wakanda, sorry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Parents on Lauren London's side is Eddie Murphy and Nia Long, uh, pivotal people in, in the African-American community, acting community, and just mm-hmm. African-American community in general. So it's classic meet-the-parent scenarios, like two different races, the two... Younger people love each other and want to get married, but on the one side, Eddie Murphy is like, like fresh out of. I'm pretty sure he's, um, for lack of a better term, he's just a hard ass. Mm-hmm. And then Nia Long is the same as well. Julia Louis Dreyfus plays more of an aloof, doesn't understand African American culture, black culture, and just tries really hard to make it work. Can I touch your hair? You know. <laughs> Like, you know, that kind of stuff, you know, the things that black people hate. So <laughs> it's a nice contrast. And then Jonah Hill is just Jonah Hill, who's like, why is everybody so weird? I'm Jonah Hill. It's his comedy that you love from Superbad and all that. If you could get over his hair, I'll let you Oof. gentlemen look him up. It's bad. I, I don't mind it. My wife, my <laughs> wife's like, ugh. yeah, but I didn't mind it. It's soundtrack is amazing. It's got a, a, a nice hip hop soundtrack because um jonah hill's character in the show plays a podcaster who talks about the culture okay so so it's a good laugh it's a it's a great laugh actually it's it's i i highly recommend it um and there were some people in there that i hadn't seen act in a long time or be in things that i've seen so highly recommend it i've had my eye on it i actually just watched uh super bad this week again for the first time in like i don't know 10 years um, but I've had my eye on you people. I was just waiting for somebody to watch it that I knew to see if it was good or not. Cause I was like, I, I can't tell if it's going to be like super funny Jonah Hill or if it's going to be like, this is so stupid. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, but I'm glad you like it. I'll have to watch it this week. It's definitely. A good yeah. One. As will I, as will I for yeah. sure. All right. Last of us episode three, uh, <laughs> full spoilers ahead. Just so we're aware of time to get into the meat and potatoes mm-hmm. of all this. Uh, like for, yeah, I'm before before we get too far, like first <laughs> off, wow. Uh, yeah. Second wow. off, like, do you guys get the feeling? And this might be just me. Like this, this series has the potential to be Game of Thrones type popular for them. So. Yeah. Um, yeah. if it hasn't already surpassed it in a lot of ways, uh, this this is such a different thing from uh last of us or no sorry it's such a different 
thing from the Game of Thrones series that we're used to, like, political, you know, yeah. medieval warfare type options. And this is just so out of uh, left field that it is, first off, all anybody could talk about for a good yeah. five days was uh, yeah. the, yep. the episode three performance for, uh, from Bill Offerman. Nick uh, Offerman. And, Nick. Nick, sorry. Oh, it's I just <laughs> his name I is Bill. His name. Name I is You're good. His name. You're good. Yeah. Yep. And then the uh, dang it, who is the guy who plays Phil? His give me a second. Oh, I'm um... looking it up. Looking it up. It's Murray Bar. It's Mur- It's Murray Barlett. Mm-hmm. Who play? Uh, who plays Frank? Wow. So wow. wow, wow. Yeah, like <laughs> all we can really say is wow. Uh, before we wow. get really into specifics, but I, uh, I'll come out and say it. Like I got emotional, like oh, yeah. watching yeah. this, and I didn't. <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I don't know how HBO did it. Like getting me that emotional in an hour. Yeah. Like it's usually That's such a something... well-contained story. Yeah, it was. It... They took their time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It was great. I want them to release the two hour cut. I'm going to be yeah. honest with you guys. Yep. Like I, I have to, I have to see more of it, but if you guys like, I'll let you guys go first to get into specifics of maybe what mm-hmm. you guys liked. But uh, it, in, in general, like a, this is a Oscar golden globe, like worthy <laughs> performance yeah. for mm-hmm. these two. Yeah. Uh, and I hope to God that they give them what they deserve with this, uh, with this episode. It is, <clears throat> Um, like the thing is, is it's early in the year, so it's very easy to forget about it. Mm-hmm. You know, what's interesting uh, is I was when I was watching that episode and as it goes on, I was kind of sitting there watching. And I was like, this is an, an interesting choice and an interesting take to go with Bill, because I'm mm-hmm. like, OK, this is not what I expected for them to do. But then after the episode was over and the first thing I did is I went back and watched the cutscenes with Bill from the Last of Us game. And I was like, you know what? Like it all connects and it makes sense. Like it's kind of like. I wouldn't say hinted, but like the framework was there in the game for this to make sense. And my first initial thought, I was like, oh, wow, they're like completely changing his character a little bit. Right. But then when you go back, you're like, no, they really weren't. This is just like the backstory from him that we never got. Kind of like the backstory we get with Ellie in the DLC um, from The Last of Us. And, you know, it's like the same thing. And it's so beautifully done. Um, And like, I didn't mind that we're taking like a break from The Last of Us story to really dive into these characters. Um, There was like, and I wish I remember who it was, but. There was somebody I saw a video. I think it was like a TikTok video of like, this is you watching the show. And it's like, you know, it's like, oh, Bill, don't go up. Don't go up to that hole. You know, it's going to be a zombie. Oh, don't get close to it. And then at the end of the video, you're just sitting there sobbing into your tissue. Um, It's just so beautifully done. Um, Surprised to see Nick Offerman pull that off so well. Yeah so believable you know i'm i'm so used to him from parks and recreation and Same. that character yep and i was like you know when you oh, see it you you're call like him oh, Bill too, or did you mean nick sorry i don't know if nick i don't know if you just yeah nick. okay sorry nick. i thought you um, called him bill yeah. as well no nick like that character from like when the episode first started i was like he's playing the same character that's just nick offerman 
right? Like yeah. that. But then you're like, oh wait, he's not. Like he's really yeah. not. Um, yeah, just so well done. Absolutely incredible. Yeah. I'm in the same boat as you, Craig. I expected, and like the beginning of the episode was like the the snide comments he was making when it became his town after they evacuated everybody. I was like, oh, we're just getting him. Yeah, and I'm fine with that. Like I was very excited for him in that role. Um, but what transpired was just beautiful storytelling. They took their time developing their relationship um, through um, posture. They did a lot of posture work. You know, because like I think Nick kind of really delivered that. Like I'm unsure about this this guy. Yeah. You know, when you they can were see doing how the tense awkward, he is in uh, his shoulders. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like yeah. his shoulders are constantly like up here, like you know, wait, you know, waiting yeah. for something terrible to happen. Yeah, yeah. They they really they really nailed that role. And like for me, I forgot in the game because like I forgot what the game's result of Frank was because it's been a while since I played. So like the fact that they deviated, you know, and Frank doesn't actually hate Bill, which is what like yeah. there was like lore in the game where you found like a note. Or I don't know if it was lore. It might have been a cutscene. It was it a cutscene um, when he finds him hanging yeah. and he's mad yeah. at him because he he hung himself because he got bit. So they did. He got bit. It. Yeah. Yeah. But it was perfect. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, it's not like Naughty Dog's not like doesn't have representation here or like yeah. the person the person who originally did it. So but um, it was just beautiful storytelling. And by the end of it, you're like, it's like you said, Craig, it's a perfect break. What yep. they did, I think it was a nice move, because if you're going to entice a new group of people with a, with a different take on zombies that the three of us are aware of the last of us take on zombies. So you got them in that role. Or sorry, you got, you got them in that mode with the first two episodes. You kind of threw at, threw at us this nice developed character in, in his daughter that we got close to and then outbreak. Mm-hmm. So you already hit us in the feels there. If you didn't <laughs> know the plot. And then you, you, you give us a nice episode two where you kind of lay some story down, you get people going, then you hit us in the feels again with Tess yeah. and now you spend an entire episode and how are you not dedicated to this show after seeing that it's a, it's like there's going to be certain episodes that I think are going to be like completely and utterly dedicated to action and maybe like five or ten minutes of Joel and Ellie like in their relationship building but what they've done with this series is they've really taken and, and going to what you said Barry like there was a reason why we liked Game of Thrones you had specific people that you rooted for there was enough characters that you had somebody you liked but like it was relationships it was developing and certain conniving aspects not that this is going to have a lot of backstabbing figuratively like game of thrones is but where it's gonna where it's gonna be in popularity is the fact that like i don't know how you don't care about these characters already it's just and and um yeah there's going to be clickers and there's going to be bloater moments and all these other type of moments going on where you're going to be fearing for their lives while they're sneaking around but how that it's i i don't know if you had a a, a series that touched you the already in episode 3 the way the last of us had and like bravo because yeah. they really they took it they took an idea they took a well fleshed out story one of the best video game stories in the last decade and a half and they're really nailing it on film, on TV, you know, like they're really nailing it, you know, and uh, I don't know, like I can keep going. It's just going to be more, more celebrating. Like, I can't wait for these episodes coming out. I don't know, Barry, what do you think? 
Well, yeah, like overall, like I kind of said it earlier, like I was pretty speechless at the end of the episode just with how good it was. Like I, I have been playing part one now uh, as the series goes on because it's raised my interest. I look forward to seeing the stuff with Bill and Frank in part one just to familiarize myself because as, as most as you two know, like I haven't played the original Last of Us since the PS3 version. So it has been yeah. a while for me, and I definitely don't remember a lot of the story takes about it. So it was, you know, it. I'm, I I want to see like what it's like because even in the inside the episode portion, like Neil Druckmann, the director of both the TV show and the game, kind of went into that. Like they allude to Bill having a partner in Frank in the game, yep. and. Yep. For me, maybe I was too young. I didn't get it or understand it, but I didn't know that that was the case. I, I think I bear. I like don't even remember Frank to be honest. I remember Bill, but I don't remember Frank really. So it's yeah. like I you never really you never really see Frank. Yeah. Until, so it, it's until it's they just find like him that. hanging. Yeah. 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 It, it's just like that kind of thing where it's like I, I want to see my new like profound respect for probably what that scene is now. Now thinking yeah. about, okay, what if I like add this episode of the TV show to where the game is? And, you know, while the yeah. ending is different, you know, uh, it's still, you know, I wonder if it's still going to maybe hit hit emotionally thinking about what they had gone through beforehand. Mm -hmm. You know what I thought yeah. of, too, at the end of this episode is uh, this this show is nothing but emotion. And boy, without spoiling anything. Are they setting people up for raw emotion for season two? Uh, because yep. dear Lord, are people going to be bawling <laughs> their eyes out <laughs> when that season hits? I, oh my I, per God. I personally oh my God. like with how, and I can't wait to get like my parents reaction Oof. to the ending of the season one here. Like, yeah, I, I want to know, like, cause I, I know for a fact, my mom and dad are going to ask me like, is this how the game ends? Like, is this really the stuff we let you play in? Yeah. In the yes. end, I'm gonna be like, yeah, that's what you guys let me play. And yep. I, yep. I can't wait to see the reactions from people who have no idea to how this yep. game ends. Cause like part, you know, part one in the first last of us game, the way it ends is such a, it is a dead wall. Mm -hmm. Like you get to it, it you get to the point and it stops. And I, mm -hmm. I hope, that the series does it as well. And I think the way they're going, they're going to, it's just a matter yeah. of at this point, you know, we, we know we're getting a season two already and it's going to be focused on part two. And, yeah. and that's going to be rough. Yeah. At, at that point, <laughs> at that point for me, it's like, I can't wait to just see what season two is going to come out with because. Season, yeah. Oh my God. I, uh, it's do they just like, do like, do they do that big, I don't want to give anything away, even though the game's been out forever, but like, do they do that big moment with Joel at the beginning of the second game in they the first episode of season two and just like, just throw it at people right away? I think so, but I, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I think what you're going yeah. to lose, I think we're going to lose a little bit of the luster from that because I think mm -hmm. at the end of this, people are going to go, okay, like what is season two about? And you can kind yeah. of figure out what that is via the internet now for sure right yeah but, that's you know there are certain gameplay portions of two that i don't know how you really translate to um mm -hmm. like in into movie into like tv show type thing like with with ellie in that hospital scene 
yeah. like you guys know what I'm talking yeah. about at the very end of the hospital. Like oh, there's yeah. nothing like that in part one. So how do you translate that over? And that's what I that's what I'm interested to see because it comes up with more, you know, um it brings more challenges to what this crew has to pull off. And so far, like the this crew has pulled off it wonderfully, and I hope it just continues to reach the heights that I hope it can. Yeah. yeah, and it's you know it's funny too. I think when I play next, Barry, if I do a run like you're doing, um, Bill's Town, that part is going to mean something different to me. That's what a show should do. When I play yeah. Bill's Town again, Bill's Town to me, if you were to ask like Craig, what do you remember about, about Bill's Town? I'm going to say traps. Yep, <laughs> not setting them off. Mm-hmm. Bill Bill's a badass, yeah. and I'm probably going to remember the upside down. Isn't that the one where you're you're yeah, hanging, hanging and you have yep. to? And she has to like like move the refrigerator to like yep. let you down. And you're like shooting upside down. Yeah. Yeah. So that's that's Bill's town to me. Mm-hmm. It's not anymore. And like that's why I want to kind of verbally continue to support this show as much as we will. Is for me as a gamer who has played The Last of Us Part One through, experienced it in that full sense in that first game as a memorable game of mine, one of my favorite that I've ever played. Now Bill's Town is different. Because I watched the series. And that's what a series of a video game should do. Resident Evil did not do that at all. Nope. You know, if <laughs> if we're thinking, if we're thinking about like successful video game franchises, I'll tell you, Doom didn't do that for me. <laughs> Silent playing. Hill might be just, the only one that did. Yeah. Like that's just, I don't know. Like, kudos to them. Mm-hmm. Kudos to them, you know. So wait till we get to Pittsburgh. <laughs> that's not yeah. we're not let's not even talk about the hospital wait till we get the pittsburgh i'm gonna throw yeah. keyword brothers yep like yep wait till we get there man yep. yeah probably well, happening tonight <laughs> yeah with that being said i hope you guys all enjoy the podcast please make sure you review it on your podcast listening platform of choice and that you share it with your friends if you feel so inclined we also have uh twitter instagram facebook twitch if you're interested in following us on any of those social sites and we have an email at highsensitivitypodcast at gmail.com. If you're interested in sending us, uh, you know, send us the, your review. Maybe we just read it on air now. Maybe that's what something we can do. Ooh, I, we can also, you know, hypotheticals and whatnot if you guys are interested. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, leave a review, screenshot it, send us an email, and we'll read it out on air. Uh, you know, you, you can be you can get your five seconds of Internet fame for what it's worth. <laughs> so, hopefully... Yes. Hopefully that's the least we can do for you guys. I am planning a giveaway uh, soon. I'm kind of waiting, uh, you know, just as a hint. Uh, I've got 12 months of Xbox Live that I'm not using. So I'm hey. thinking about giving that away. But I also hey. want to give something to the people who don't have like an Xbox because this feels pretty targeted. So mm-hmm. uh, give me a, <laughs> give me a little bit and I'll try to get a $60, you know, thing for PlayStation or I'll let the other person choose if they want 60 in PlayStation or 60 in Steam. But uh, be on the lookout for that. Maybe I might force you guys to backtrack on some episodes and listen to specific stuff we said in order to <laughs> enter the giveaway. If I really, if I'm really feeling devious, we'll see. But <laughs> overall, again, we really do thank all the support you guys give us for listening, and we will see you guys next time. Bye. See you later. Bye, guys.